single Saturday on these airwaves. My name is Casey Steve, the voice of your valley. This is Citizen Watch on Merced's News Talk Station, 107.3 FM, 1480 AM, KYOS. Come on. That's you, Merced. LeGrand. Planata. El Nido. All of our little town. Hey, Winton. We're rocking this week. Man, sad, sad incident out there. One of my favorite little taco trucks. I'm going to make sure to wear the vest next time. Hey, here we are Saturday morning. The, uh, what is this? The last weekend in August, August 28th. And as promised, I told you, he made the commitment. And I, he's working through some pain, I think, folks. Uh, or at least a, a little head cold. But uh, he's, he's been so gracious to come in here. You, you caught Bigfoot. To citizen, yeah, to Citizen Watch. We've been promising having uh, Brian Raymond. Have to get, I have to do everything myself. We've been promised, promising the listeners, Citizen Watch, to get you in because you're always a great guest, very candid, not afraid to speak your mind. And I really appreciate that, Brian. Oh, thanks for having me, Casey. It's, it's good to be back. It's been a long time coming. And uh, now that I'm finally starting to feel a little better, uh, I plan on getting back out there. And Well, and folks are used to hearing just the voice. Because for the last few months, it's been, I don't think you've missed a meeting, but you have been a virtual Correct. before virtual was cool. Correct. Yes, yeah. Yeah, no, unfortunately, prior to January, uh, I wasn't going, not because of COVID, but because of uh, the back injury. You know, come to find out, I was dealing with a broken back for 10 years. It was, uh, I know that I would see you through the years and it seemed like it would flare up or maybe not. And I think the last event I saw you, there was something to do with the homeless. I believe it was an outreach by mental health to have cops yes, right along. Yes, at the park. You came and sat with me. I came and you were in the pavilion. And uh, my shorts, I really, you know, I could tell you were in a lot of pain, weren't you? Yes, sir. And you and you were toughing it out. I mean, you're a you're not one to complain. I notice. No, not too much. I, I, I try not to. Most people don't care to hear that. Well, you know, I think that people, you know, they see you. You know, obviously, you know, something's wrong and they want to know. But again, you, you kind of kept it to yourself. You took care of things. And, uh, you know, I missed you. I mean, uh, it was nice hearing you on the uh, council meetings. and But I know uh, you probably would have liked to have been there in person. So that must have been a pretty serious thing. Yeah. You know, I made a commitment to the voters. And uh, even though I was there, you know, in spirit and Virtually, it's not the same thing as being there, showing my face, so they can actually see that I'm doing what they like me to do. I think you were there the last one, though, right? Last yeah. couple, yeah. Yeah. No, that's great. Well, we really appreciate you coming in here to the studio. It's it's nice to do these things in person, as you say, as opposed to over the phone. Yes. And uh, you know, Atwater, there's been a lot going on, but I want to talk about you again. I'm really glad to hear you're doing well. We could say on the road to recovery. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know, uh, we always hear about uh, medical care in Merced and not having the doctors. I'll tell you what. We have a doctor, Michael Cluck, back surgeon, um, the best ever. Came from UCSF, started a practice here. And uh, what I've been dealing with for over, over 10 years, actually, uh, he pegged in one visit. And within a month, I was on the operating table. Wow. Well, I... I I can only imagine. I've heard a lot of folks over the years and uh, back injuries or, or those issues are, one, like you say, hard to define, really can be aggravating. And you, uh, you know, you're a pretty athletic young man. 
uh, over the years. You used to do some professional work, didn't you? I did. I did. Did uh, professional wrestling, professional you know powerlifting. Um, I was in law enforcement. You know, which is as you know, it's you know active and then slow and then active. Yeah, jump over you the know. fence, really? Yeah. Right. We just ate. You know, <laughs> when you're our size, though, Casey, we tend to go through the fence. No, I tell you, I would look at my partner saying, "Do we really? Is this a misdemeanor or a felony?" No, <laughs> it was. Uh, it was. It was sometimes difficult down at the beach. You know, uh, I worked a special detail called Beach Team, and it was like six or seven guys, and we just roam around. Or you know, there's women too, but we ended up running a lot because. Uh, the traffic is so bad at the beach, so to get from you know one court to another along the boardwalk, you're not did, gonna... did you hear the Baywatch theme as oh, you were running no, along the beach? Trust me, it wasn't like that. There was, <laughs> there was a lot of huffing and puffing, but it wasn't over <laughs> over any pretty girls. No, it was me uh, me trying to keep up with the other the other members of the team because that's embarrassing, you know, when you're when you're about a hundred yards behind. But no, it's uh, again you you've had a, a really athletic career, and I'm sure it's probably some of that, you know, maybe old injuries. I don't know. I mean, powerlifting and. You know, wrestling the the bulldog, right? That was your uh, yes, yes. Brian, was... the bulldog, Raymond. I love that. I've uh, I butchered that a couple of times, but it used to be the badger is what you call. I me. used to call him the badger yes, because the badger. his. He tell you, he doesn't let go of an issue. You know, on the city council, sometimes uh, he's the lone dissent and uh, explains why. And that's again why I really like having him come in here, and I wanted to, you know, just kind of catch up. So I'm so glad to hear that. Uh, you found a doctor because, again, it's like a car mechanic. I don't mean, you know, it's not that you're a machine, but you find that right person that can, you know, have that bedside manner and get you fixed up. And I'm so glad to see you up and about. I saw you at the uh, SWAC. I told you the last time I saw you was at the <laughs> pavilion. The next time I saw him in person, I was so glad to see him, was at the SWAG event. Students with aspiring goals. And a little bit of an Atwater connection there because they've been before the council many times. They tried to get yeah. some... Some things going. I think COVID and, you know, there was other things going on. And maybe we can talk about that later. But it was so good to see you at that event. Busy event. A lot of people there. The uh, Some of the su- supervisors were there, the who's who, and you were one of them. So it was really good to see you there. And I'm sure it's not the, you know, now that you're on the road to recovery, probably see you out there more and more, right? Yes, yes, sir. It's uh, Hopefully I won't be as elusive because uh, now that I'm feeling better, I'm able to drive again. Um, at the swag event, I still had to have a ride. You couldn't drive for a while. No, I lost. Oh. Uh, I lost feeling in my right leg, oh, I and I still don't that. have a lot of it. But it's getting stronger, and it's where I can control it. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Right leg is gas, isn't that so? Uh, yes. All right. Well, as long as that brake leg. That's a, no. that's a key element of going places. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I I can't imagine not driving. You know, I've had a, I have a really 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 close friend that has epilepsy, okay. and uh, that ended. You know, Grand Mall, uh, didn't know what happened, got in an accident, took the license right there in the emergency yeah. room. And uh, it's been many years. And so, you know, just a temporary thing. That's got to be. It, it was rough. God bless my wife. She drove me everywhere. She's my chauffeur to and from work. And I'm talking about your family, your wife. I mean, great support system, kids, yes, right? Yes, actually. Um, it, they all pitched in. My daughter came up from L.A. and stayed with us for a couple of weeks, took time off work. And. Because uh, I couldn't, I couldn't stand up. I lost use of both legs for a little while. Man, um, that's scary, was, right? Yeah, and you know, because you're to, like, is that going to come back? Yes, and, and I'm a big boy, Casey. Oh no! So don't trying tell me about to it. trying <laughs> to use the commode, you know, that gets rough when you've got your family trying to hold you up and sit you down. And you know, actually, uh, Andy Cronin came over and helped me a lot. Um, yeah, Alfonso really... Mendoza, my partner's at work. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my best friends, his name's uh, Eddie Perez, came over. You know, every day these guys just. Them and my family, uh, you know, my mom included, my stepdad, my grandma, they all just, they were there every day just to make sure I, I survived. And thank God, because without them, 
I'd have rotted away in the bed. I can't imagine that. You know, really, when you, when you talk about family, I don't have a lot. And to hear your, uh, you know, rattle off all these names and people that come to your aid. And like you say, we're not small people, you know. And, and right. it's a, you know, they're like, really? I got to go now? And uh, it's, it's uh, I mean, I took care of my mom for a couple of weeks. And uh, that was, that was, that was a rough one, you know. And so I can only imagine that's really nice you mentioned those you know and that's uh, those people in your life because it, it is all about family and again where you come from the city of atwater your your father you know a lot of things a lot of history there and a lot of family yeah. and really that's a lot of what atwater is about and i think that's what you try to preserve you yes. know there on the council and what you do and and what you do you're not just a councilman he's actually out there moving and shaking folks that's right he has a listing uh, we had a we had a, uh, a a person here at work that had a listing, and after the house was sold, I said, "Hey, when's he going to take that sign down? It's been about three months, you know." But uh, good advertising, right? <laughs> you know what? Again, that was during the time when I couldn't walk. Hey, you know when you pretty- see the sold at Brian's <laughs> Brian's picture, you're like, "Well, hey, this is the cat, man." That was, Talk- a, nice, that was a nice picture, though. It was a beautiful picture, and uh, I would drive by it just to look at it. Now, let <laughs> talk a little bit seriously. It's uh, American... American Realty. Realty. Yes, sir. And Big Flag. Yes, sir. I mean, it, it is truly American. I think you have a uh, huge sign on, what, Highway 59 out there by Richwood Mead? Or? Uh, yeah, on Santa Fe there. Santa Fe, yeah, we I'm got a sorry. billboard up there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so it's just, you know, it's my, da- my dad's legacy, and we're just trying to you know keep it going. Because he was in construction, too, right? Correct. Him and my grandpa both. Raymond... Yeah, Raymond Construction. Raymond Construction. Yeah, yeah. I knew that. Uh, Built, you know, a quarter of Atwater. And, and, now you're, and now you're reselling it. Yes. Boy, keeping yes. it in the family. That's right. It's, it's good marketing, too. Talk was, about turnover. You say, hey, I know this house because I was in it as a little kid. <laughs> you know, it was, when it was framed, I can uh, tell you where everything was. I wrote my name in the foundation right over here. <laughs> BR. Boy, I know I did at my house. Hey, listen. Uh, so, American Realty. And you mentioned Crody. Is he one of your uh, realtors over there? You've got yes. quite a few, don't you? Yes. Yeah, I think we have um, 13. 13? Mo- yeah, most are part-time. I thought that building was the size of a shoebox. Uh, well, they, they, we have two locations. Oh. Yeah. Where's the other one? Um, we have 530 East Bellevue. Yeah. And then 2555 First Street. So uh, two in Atwater. Yes. Wow. And then I actually got my eye on a building in Merced. For uh, Merced, well, you, you list stuff in Merced. You should be here. Yes, we we actually do a lot of business here in Merced. Well, I see you. I don't know. Somebody is in an American Realty uh, truck that lives around here and or by my house, and I see him a uh, see him around there periodically. And again, it seems to be a pretty hot market, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. You've been busy. Oh yeah. It, you know, I just got back to work full time uh, about three weeks ago, and I'm at seven listings myself. And wow. then uh, you have to mention buyers. Uh, in the, in the office, I mean, we have a board. We change every month, <clears throat> and uh, right COVID. now the board's full. Yeah, yeah. coronavirus. Coronavirus. <laughs> so the board is the board is full. Uh, in your office, you have the little whiteboard with the yeah. you know what's up there. One, one side is listings, and one side is pendings. No kidding. And then we swap it out every month. Well, and if folks don't uh, know, and I'm gonna, it's no secret. Brian was very involved in the board of realtors. Yes. As Andy Krodick was, and uh, took over the uh, GAD position, almost GAD, but uh, government no, no. government <laughs> affairs director. No, it's a very powerful position in the Board of Realtors. And I have to say that Andy Krodick really, you know, for many, many years spearheaded a lot of things and debates, things like that in town. A very politically involved organization, especially when so many of them sat on the council years ago. We used to uh, tease that a, a council meeting was a Board of Realtors meeting. <laughs> but uh, that's changed over the years. You know, different voices on the council and things like that. Uh, different uh, priorities. Yes, sir. But real estate, very, very big here. 
uh, in the valley, especially with uh, where we are in position to uh, bigger metropolitan areas, our transportation infrastructure, but really the cost. Isn't our real estate a deal? You know, uh, compared to other places in California, it is. Uh, but we're still seeing, you know, rising costs. And it's it's just the, the housing shortage. Now, what have you seen? In other words, a person comes and say they want to list their house. And one, you have to kind of have an idea. And I'm sure people are like, oh, my gosh, it's worth that much. I mean, they probably don't even know what it's worth in this increasing market, do they? So, you know, some are very diligent. Some do know. They'll they'll do the Zillows and the Redfins and the Realtors to get an idea. Is that a good? But, is that a good? Because I always think that they're trying to sell me something. They, they are. They are. They they all have their own brokerages now, right. so they're competing with us. So they're always trying to push the envelope with different things. But uh, you do get the the people when you do go do a, a CMA or a comparative market analysis, and you show up and uh, here I think you can get you know. 450 for your house. Yeah. And they were going to be happy as a Jaybird at 375. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. And, and the turnover, uh, what do they call that? The days on the market or whatever? Yeah, days on the market. Got, gone down quite a bit, haven't yes. they? Yeah. It's If the house is priced right, it'll be gone within a week. Wow. Yeah. If, if that. And usually, you know, five to $10,000 over the list price. So uh, you uh, kind of do it all over there. We're going to talk about that after the break he he's more i like i say he's more than just a councilman folks he uh he's he's he can sell your house for you if you're if you're so inclined or probably get your financing i don't know well we'll we'll see i have with me brian raymond brian the bulldog raymond he's back folks he's back he's here in studio right in front of me he's been at a couple of events you've always heard him there at the council meetings he didn't didn't shy away from his duty there was a couple of times it took a minute to respond, but it was, you know, the connections. Yeah. Not always the greatest, are they? You got to try to hit unmute real quick. And yeah. My, my, my fat fingers don't always get the button in time. Boy, I've learned Zoom. Trust me. It's, uh, yeah. We can't hear you. You know. Hey, listen, we'll be right back after the break. This is the first segment of Citizen Watch, the 8 o'clock hour. My name's Casey Steed, the voice of your valley on Merced's News Talk Station, 107.3 FM, 1480 AM, KYOS. Stick with us. Special guest in studio, Brian Raymond, realtor. You know, I wore this shirt just for you, Casey. Hey, you know, I like that. Uh, the Hulk ripping his uh, shirt in half as he always does. I would have loved to have uh, known Brian, Brian back in the uh, the Bulldog days and gone to see some of his performances. Oh, let me turn this down real quick. Hey, don't forget tonight, Dave Luna cruising, looking for, what does he do? I don't know, he cruises around Merced with the big kahuna and you can listen to him five to six o'clock you'll hear me do his uh, intros and outros he forces me to no we love doing that dave it's a wonderful show i think it should go to midnight but as i said we have brian the bulldog raymond here atwater what district i have a blank because you know, uh, I know you guys, district four district four now when you first came on you guys were we were at large you were at large yes sir 
And then you got elected once by district, or you just kind yeah, of yeah, once, once by district, and then once at large. Right, okay. Now, are you technically coming to the end of your term when that ends, or do they have terms? Uh, we have uh, term limits, so technically, if I wanted, there's one more term. There is one more term. Yeah, Very so good. So twelve years in total. That would be one. Yeah, I know it seems like a long time. I know that. I think we first met. The first time I can remember you was when Johnny Teixeira ran for office. And I, I didn't know you were local because you were with Johnny. Of course, that's kind of a big area, the congressional district. And I think I saw you at the Itlow, one of the debates yes. Johnny had. And I would kind of tease you that he always talked in third person. You know, yeah, Johnny wants to let you know that he's there for you. And I'm like, you're Johnny. But he was a really great guy. You know, I, I uh, follow his Facebook. He's quite the metal fabricator. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's good at what he does. Oh, my God. That... Folks, it's literally artwork. Some of these hoods and these high-end homes and staircases, anything that's ornamental slash structural metal. I mean, he, I think he builds trailers and yes. barbecues, but it's, you know, when you're working with plate steel, you know, it's hard. I can't do an arc weld. Uh, you know, two pieces stick together for a half a day. I'm okay. But I tell you, Johnny Teixeira really has a skill in that, doesn't he? Yes. Yeah, he's now, is that something you good. knew about him when you first met him? Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, when I met him. I was you know, what do you do? And he's, I'm a welder. And uh, he said, come by the shop. And so I went out to, which is actually uh, where he lives as well. He's got a shop there. So I went out there, checked it out. And he had a lot of, uh, a lot of his work. And he always had this eagle that he made with mm-hmm. him. And when you saw that, you knew if, if he made that, he had skills. I did see that. Yeah. I remember that, man. That goes back a lot of years. Like I say, I... I knew you a lot of years. And, you know, gosh, God bless Johnny Teixeira, his tenacity in running against an entrenched congressman who, these aren't your words, I haven't seen him do a whole lot for our district. I'm sorry. You know, the impeachment, you know, he was uh, preoccupied, put up a little bit of a fizzle of a fight. What did uh, Nancy Pelosi call it? Amateur hour uh, to the three and a half trillion dollar package that was passed in the House. And I know that you know we don't. We're not going to talk a whole lot about national politics, but you've been back to Washington D.C. You were very involved. That was a congressional campaign because yes. you care. Yes, sir. Yeah, I I, I do. Uh, I, I pay attention to a lot of national politics. What's going on? Uh, like even right now, it's just disgusting. Well, as we but, record today, we've had twelve. The loss of twelve soldiers that we know about in Afghanistan at the airport in Kabul, a terrorist attack. And we really seem to be without leadership here in America right now. Yeah, it's, uh, you, you know, I don't even know what to say. It's just, it, it's sad. It's disgusting. And uh, I just pray for the men and women over there because they're not getting the support they need. Certainly aren't. I, uh, my stomach was turned when I heard about the terrorist attack. And then I heard four people, four troops, uh, soldiers killed and that in itself. And then it just uh, got worse from there when the general came on. Of course, you're going to hear this Saturday. There will be a lot more news between now and then. But I can tell you, this was a gut punch today. This was a blow. It's something that you don't really want to think that's going to happen. But when you see those pictures coming over there, you're like, I can't believe it hasn't happened yet. Yeah. And the the, the crowd literally, uh, there's a little trench there. You know, they have these different concrete walls filled with sewage. They're up to their knees in raw sewage and trash, holding up their papers our troops are right there exposed to that. I tell you, it can't go on, folks. It just can't go on. Hey, let's get back into Brian. We're talking about American Realty. Two locations over there in Atwater. Now, do you guys do it all? Do you do the financing, the one-stop? You No, we, we don't do financing. Okay, I didn't know. Because, yeah. you know, hey, 
So there's, no, there's some places that do. We just we don't dabble with that. Um, in our parking lot on First Street, you know, right across the way is uh, Cindy Vieira, her company, um, and I work with a lot of a lot of other lenders as well. Yeah, that's the so key, we, right? Yeah, a lot of it's personality matching. Mm-hmm. You know, you want if someone's a hard charger, you want to get them to a hard charger lender. You know, if someone's more uh, lackadaisical, you know, you want to get them. You know, personalities matched up so that way there's no issues or fighting. That's your fault because you paired the two up. You know, we talked about uh, the Board of Realtors, governments, uh, government, COVID. Talked about the uh, government. Every time he, he coughed or uh, had a little issue, we were going to tease about COVID-19. COVID. I've been there, done that. Been there, done You had that, too. I did. I yeah. did during my recovery. Yeah. What a, yeah during the recovery. As yeah. if it couldn't get. Yeah. You just tested. What? Positive? I'm a positive person, but I don't want to be that. <laughs> but uh, uh, seriously, going back as a, as a Board of Realtors, again, a politically involved organization, uh, being a realtor, you hear a lot of people come before the council, uh, different concerns about housing. We hear about affordable housing, low-income housing, housing is a right, homeless housing, the unhoused. And there's all these different terms. And uh, I think one of the recent things that came up, at least here in Merced, I don't know if you heard about it, was a rental registry. and an inspection. Was that the strike force? Yeah, the strike force oh, that was going to come gosh. out from the fire department only once every 10 years because they didn't have the personnel. Anyway, <laughs> voted down. Uh, five to two. I was really proud of the council. Uh, our mayor and uh, another council member kind of wanted to uh, relook at it. Nobody was having any of that, and it was voted down. But when we talk about affordable housing, and when we talk about in a in an increasing market like this, do you find that people really don't know that they can afford a house? In other words, they're renting now. They're paying twenty five, two thousand bucks, yes. and they could get into a, a or they could very easily repair things, right? Yeah. Most people have no idea that, that they qualify. You know, when you're paying $2,500 a month rent, you can have a really nice house you're owning uh, for that same you know price, if not a little less. Mm-hmm. And uh, when you talk to them and you educate them a little bit, and then a lot of times, you know, that same person will say, well, no, not me. I'm just, it's just not in the cards for me to own. Mm-hmm. And I say, well, how about you just come talk to this lender? Right. Just, just talk to them. It's no charge. And they'll give you a plan. To where you can own your own home mm-hmm. and uh, you'd be surprised how many times we've done that and it's worked out and people who 60 years old never thought they'd ever own a home mm-hmm. finally own a home no and that's a wonderful thing isn't it yes. to pair that up i mean there is a, a lot of joy i think working in real estate it's not just the commission like you say you have to have a personality to work with people different people and to uh, put that together and, and you know really hand over those keys. That's quite a thing. I know the real estate industry sometimes gets a bad rap. Oh, yeah. And that's why this rental registry really rubbed me wrong. Because, you know, obviously there's probably some rentals, some COVID-19. There's probably some rentals. Coronavirus. Coronavirus. That's right. Coronavirus. (laughs) There's some things that were, uh, you know, there's some landlord, there's some bad actors. Hey, that's why we have the rules and regulations, code enforcement, right? I'm sure Atwater has code enforcement. Yes. You get, a, you get an apartment, something's not right. You know, you guys would respond. You don't need this other layer of government, do no. we? And as a more business, bureaucracy, man. Well, and talk about that from a realtor standpoint. If there was another fee, who is that going to be paid by? It's going to be paid by the tenant. You know, whoever's paying the rent is going to be paying all those fees because as a business owner, and if you're owning, you own rental homes, you're a business owner of that home, you're not going to eat that cost. You're going to pass the buck on. Just like every time minimum wage goes up, the cost of good go, goods go up and the consumer pays more. It's the same thing in housing. The only way to reduce housing costs is to build more rooftops. Mm-hmm. It's supply and demand. It's, it's the way, you know, the free market works. Well, and, and you know, the uh, the other thing you add onto the pie here uh, during a pandemic is this eviction moratorium, 
which that's, really has a lot. Seems and, to never end. But is it? And again, you're a great constitutionalist. That's kind of the taking of your personal property yes, yes. without your permission. And it, you know, we saw what the Supreme Court did. This, I, I think they said, hey, we're not even going to listen to this. Yeah. So it, it's, it, 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 that has to be frustrating when oh, you have it, investors it is, coming in. Especially because if you're that investor and now your tenant's not paying that rent because they don't have to, mm-hmm. you're still eating that cost. I had a uh, or the bank takes the house. Well, that's the thing because the bank isn't as forgiving. They don't care if you have a eviction moratorium. They made you a loan. Yes. I had a friend of mine tell me he goes, you know, Casey, I should be able to go to the grocery store and write on a on one of the grocery bags what I owe them, and you know, come back when things are better, and go to the gas station <laughs> and get gas, and you know, just keep it yeah, running. IOUs. He goes, why would I want to invest in real estate if that? I said, well, you know, not everybody, thank goodness, is taking advantage of these loopholes kind of like the unemployment i mean come on you pay some cat you know what he would normally get and then add another well first it was 600 now it's 300 that's not really an incentive to get back to work is it brian no no and it's sad when you go everywhere and you see all these help wanted signs and when you ask people why it's not because uh they're just booming with business it's because nobody wants to come back to work because they're making more money sitting at home barely do the business they have yeah i hopefully that will end come uh september uh, what is that labor day coming up i think september 11th is actual cutoff date of the unemployment the uh the extra little we have the recall election coming up shortly thereafter and and that is a good one and i tell you what i have to be honest and my listeners know i was a little pessimistic when this first came out uh, didn't seem to be the momentum that there was, but you know, time. See, Casey, I don't know if you remember. Yeah. One of the first few times you had me on your show was with uh, Supervisor McDaniel, mm-hmm. and we were talking about it. Does the state ever go back to the red? And I said yes. It was at, at the point when people were finally so fed up with the uh, left-wing policies mm-hmm. that eventually the pendulum has to come back, and it may not happen this time. But you are you're seeing it. You're you're starting to see even even traditional Democrats and independents are getting tired of the progressive you know, leftist policies. Policy and attitude. Yes, that attitude that we know more than you. How dare you question us? If you do, you're just a Neanderthal. I was watching the debate the other night, not the one you and I talked about. This was a week ago. Last Sunday they had a coverage. It was uh, Faulkner, uh, Cox, and Colleen. And the moderator had the huevos. Pro, pro-choice Faulkner. Yeah, well, again, yeah, I, I can tell you some, you know, he was down there in San Diego, and I, I have some experience. Oh, that's with, right. Yeah, he, he's, he's not, again, I, I think that Larry Elder is probably the front runner for a reason. But let me just uh, say that the moderator said, well, in the 2024 presidential election, now this is a, a debate about the 2021 <laughs> recall. He goes, in a hypothetical race in the 2024 election, if Donald Trump is a candidate by a show of hands who would vote for him and first of all what a loaded question right, right. Do, you, do you still beat your wife you know i mean there is no good question and so uh, luckily a couple of them you know said hey who's the other candidate is there another gop candidate but again you could see a reluctance of these folks to embrace in my mind one of the greatest presidents we ever had and made more progress in four years than had been made in two or three two administrations in a lot of presidents yes and so I think that you still have this rancor out there, this wanting to tie, as you say, going red, the pendulum swinging to what some people perceive as a dead weight. But with the events unfolding recently, I think people are really tired of seven months as yes. opposed to four years. Yes, yes. And it's, uh, 
it, it's good to see because you know I think people are waking up. Mm-hmm. Um, you know the especially two, here in California, two weeks to curb the spread or slow the spread. Uh, mm-hmm. Eighteen months in lockdown. Um, you know all these authoritarian policies that are coming out that you know are especially in California. Our governor exempted himself from and his kids from and his businesses from. I think that um, people are waking up and. No, I, I, I don't see the hypocrisy. Well, and that, and that's one of the things the rhetoric of elder, you know, closed down the, uh, you know, the mom and pop shops and let the big boxes go open. Vern uh, yes. and I would joke about that. I mean, they were butt to nuts over there at Lowe's and, you know, some, <laughs> you know, that that's not a, a super spreader event buying a two by four. And then there was, no, a, do Co- we really need a two by Co- four? COVID goes away when you go into a big box. Mm-hmm. Kind of <laughs> like when you walk into a restaurant with your mask on, yeah. but then when you sit at your table, it's gone. Mm-hmm. No, that's, that's. that's well, don't even get me started with the band, and they're still using the mask with the cutouts for the for the uh, instruments, which is is really kind of funny. Hey, you know we're coming to the end of the second segment. We've talked a lot about Brian Raymond. He's back. He's uh, he's in the house, and uh, he's selling the houses, by the way, just to let you know. Hey, and I'm just as feisty as ever, Casey. No, you are. No, he's uh, he's like I say, this guy has a lot of energy. He's a powerhouse. He he donates his time. He's community orientated. And uh, family, and that's what Atwater is all about. And we're going to talk in the last segment. I don't know if we'll go into the bonus half hour. I don't want to keep him here too long, but there's a lot going on in Atwater. I'd like to talk about that. You've had some great successes. I don't know if you've used the splash pad yet. I almost want to go over there and run around a little bit. I, I'd be a tripping liability if I went in there. <laughs> I I, uh, I tell you that that thing, uh, you know, got a lot of a lot of hits, and it took a while, but. It's Talk full. It's full every day. Every day, it's on the news. They've got the, you know, they roll the credits. There's the kids playing, and there's something about water and kids. I don't know what it is. Hey, even some adults. Hey, look, folks, we're out of time for the uh, second segment. Citizen Watch. I have Brian Raymond with us. He'll be back right after the break, and so will I. Stick with us. Saturday morning. You do? Well, we have it for you, Citizen Watch. Every Saturday, that's right, some original content. Today's no exception. Brian Raymond in studio with us. Councilman District, I already forgot. Four. District Four. Yes. District Four over there has another term that he can run for. Of course, you know, in Atwater, uh, politics are always interesting. It's not like we haven't talked about our favorite little city to the north many times sometimes uh sometimes sometimes we get a little pushback but you know brian's always honest always talks about what's going on and uh can't overlook uh the open position evidently the current mayor paul creighton uh, had thrown his hat into the ring and then pulled it back out and uh is not rerunning for mayor and you know when i heard one that he was going to run for supervisor who would replace him as mayor i had to think of you I really did. And when he pulled his hat back out of the ring and, you know, wasn't by that time, I think John Cale had jumped in. Yes. And I guess, according to John Cale, he understood that you were probably the lead dog because he said he had talked to you, at least in the newspaper article, prior to announcing. But again, I I really, what are your, you think you're going to run another term for council or? You know, I don't know. That's the the question. I've had probably 50 phone calls plus. 
just with people wanting me to run, wanting uh, to form a committee for me for mayor. Um, I think you'd be but, a good mayor, I just have to say. Thank you. Thank I th- you. I think you have the institutional knowledge. I think you have the leadership ability to sway the council. I think you know city staff. You know the community. Yes. And and I think your opinions, your uh, conservative views are very important and, and really align with what Atwater is. Now, I'm not saying John Cale isn't. And again, you can opine on, on how the city's going, but I would I would just love to see you someday maybe think about that. Yeah, you know, and that's the thing is we have 12 years in Atwater under the new rules. Um, and that's combined, you know, mayor, council, whatever, just 12 total. <clears throat> so finishing this term will be eight years. And then if I want to run, I can run for my council seat again or, or for mayor. Um, I honestly hadn't been given it much thought because... Well, you had a lot to deal with. Yeah, yeah. A lot of physically, you know, spiritually, everything, you know. Um, deal, dealing with that was my main priority. Now that I'm feeling better, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm starting to get reinvigorated, well, starting to think about old, it a little more. The old Brian Raymond um, we know. I mean, yeah. helping out on political campaigns, out there giving his opinion. That's why I yeah. think you'd be a good asset. I really a, do. Well, so we'll see. I mean, not, never say never. But uh, if I had to pull papers and put them in tomorrow... I probably wouldn't do it, mm-hmm. but there's a whole lot of time between now and the election, well, like and that's usually usually some tweaks me, mm-hmm. and then I do foot and mouth syndrome, yeah, well, and then I'm stuck, you know, going forward because I have to remove the foot. Well, you're more than welcome to come in here because I do it weekly, so uh, you, you can <laughs> you can be my partner in that. Let's talk about some of the successes you have had uh, over the years. Uh, the TCP one two three was a huge issue, yes, really coming along well. It seems like a lot of new structures in town. Yes. And I know that you were keeping your eye on the ball. You were keeping, hey, you know, uh, that street's not looking too tight. You were getting some complaints, and they tightened right up. Yes. Has that been a pretty good progress? Because that was a lot of money. People were like, man, are they going to spend all yeah, those millions? It, you know, it's it's the typical naysayers that all the, the council is going to squander the money. They're going to do this. They're going to do that. Which, mind you, I don't disagree with them because... I understand how government operates. Well, there's if, been some history if, there now. Yeah, years exactly, ago. exactly. And when you give the beast more money, mm-hmm. the beast goes and does more beastly things with it. <laughs> and that's why you know yeah. I wanted to make it criminal if they the city spent the money on anything other than water. Right. But apparently there were legalities in place that we can't do that. Well, you were tough on that. You said, hey, so, if that that pot of money needs to be used for this remediation, yes. and it looks like it has. Yes, it has. It has, and uh, it's a four fifths vote. If if a, a future council ever tries to move it somewhere, mm-hmm. so it'll be awfully hard to do. Super majority, you ask yes, for. Yes, yes, and so um, we've got some safeguards in place, so that way that money is constantly going for remediation. Well, I think, and you you brought up another. Uh, you were kind of a little tough too on the uh, keeping the uh, what was it, the treasurer position elected. I think that yes. you thought that was very important. Yes, I know. The, I think it was the city clerk or something was uh, moved. Don Heiler was an elected position, and then it went to an appointed position. But the city clerk, you thought, or the uh, oh, the treasurer, city, city clerk is still elected. Is the city clerk still elected? Yes. I, I know that one of those you thought, and that, and that needs to be an elected position because that's when you do your uh, California Public Records Act requests, right? Things like that. That's the city clerk's job, right? And you need uh, an impartial, not appointed, mm-hmm. you know, city clerk because they're the ones that are going to be fielding all that. Okay, so you kept both of them as elected yes. positions, and and I know that you again that uh, accountability, if you will, you didn't want to have somebody quote on the inside that somebody that was accountable to the people correct so just sticking with water i couldn't help notice uh, my weekly uh, excursion to granny's there on broadway i'm driving along and there's that water tower and the, the scaffolding was impressive but now they've shrink wrapped it 
You, What's going on? Have you been inside you, you, that? You, you never know. That might be the uh, liftoff station of space. That is impressive. You, you don't know what's going on in there, Casey. That's a lot of shrink wrap, man. Oops. But that's, uh, now that's something. Uh, talk a little bit about that. That's a, a kind of a new paint, but not only outside, inside too, right? Yes. Yeah, the inside had to be redone as well because it was so so bad. You're, you're the painting con- or No, you're, uh, you're an electrical. electrical contractor. No, you're thinking okay. of your mayor. Oh, that's right. He's C-30, a painting contractor. C-33, not a C-10. That's right. I, just, I knew you had some kind of contractor. Yeah, license. yeah, you know. And, uh, pick up in a dog. <laughs> so I, I don't know uh, exactly what was wrong with the inside, but it had to be completely redone for uh, contamination's sake. Man, that and is then, crazy. Because that's always been, you know, Atwater's been, you know, the water tower. Yeah. You know? Oh, that's and a big, so that's we're a finally, monument. Finally yeah, we, prettying that thing up, too. Well, I'm glad you didn't tear yours down like we did, but not. I guess it had to come down. But no, that, that did you, is Did a, you see the pictures on the internet with, like, the monsters eating the water tower? Yeah. Here? So that was pretty cool. I actually went over and uh, bought those guys lunch uh, last week because I got to know that I got some people. Pieces, you know, like I need more junk. And uh, I said, hey, is there any way I can get some of that 1936 steel with the big rivets in it? Because it was all riveted structure. Yeah. And I know your uh, structure there, again, the little spinning light on top and uh, quite a landmark over there. But again, making those investments, uh, making that commitment, and getting that done. Once that's painted and done, what mm-hmm. I keep harping on is I want a big banner. You know, we're open for business, hanging uh, from it. That well, way you can see it from the freeway. You know, we're open for business. Well, and talking about that, City Hall, you know, there's been a lot of, uh, you know, it's it hasn't been an easy road. A lot of financial uh, turmoil. You know, if you were, you know, running a house, it's a lot of lean, a lot of meatloaf. Yes. But you guys have come back. And one of the things I kind of like, and I wanted you to talk about it, was, you know, uh, kind of putting City Hall downtown. Getting a little more down there, and as because it's so hard to build new structures, yes. and you guys attacked it from a different way. Hey, let's go in, get some existing inventory that's not being used, right? Yes, yeah, we wanted to do because you know for twenty plus years the grand jury reports always come out that uh, our police department's lackluster. Uh, I don't know if yeah. you ever read it. Oh no, I but have. It's, it's, On yeah, the air. it's pretty bad, and uh, <laughs> yeah. so we we wanted to do something about it, and this was probably the best way. Our chief wanted to go build a, I don't know. $2 million, $20 million structure or yeah. something. We don't have that kind of money. Had we're, the we're land. Had the land. It's unbelievable the, city, the lot over there at City Hall, how yes. big it is. But like you say, where do you get the money? Where right. do you get the bonds? Right. We don't have the money. Uh, and, and so we figured, you know, everyone put their heads together. and Well, hell, we can just go get a couple of existing buildings downtown, mm-hmm. which one, everyone wants to revitalize downtown, right? Mm-hmm. The right. only way to do that is to bring people downtown. You, so if, if you bring the businesses downtown, mm-hmm. now you have people down there all day, people going in and out to pay bills, different things like that. Um, you know, planning department's going to be over there. So mm-hmm. when people come in to do business, they go grab lunch, do whatever. Um, and it just it just kind of worked, you know? No, and, I think it's exciting. You're going to have a lot of people down there, people coming down, like you say, to pay their bills, blah, blah, blah. And then the, the gendarmes, they're down the street under the solar panels. You know, yeah. Salvador will have his whole operation. Yep. and Everything will be right there. And room to expand. Yes, and then the planning department we have now is uh, it's, it's kind of a bust because the, the trailers, oh, Lord things. knows how many years old, and that should have been thrown away 20 years ago. <laughs> when they got it from the school district. No, yeah, it, I don't exactly. Know they, I don't exactly. know if they were hand-me-downs, but no, there's a lot of, like you say, infrastructure problems, and it's tough. I mean, Merced, hey, Merced doesn't and, know how to build a police station. See, and we're doing it, Casey, without any new debt. That is what I was That's just about to say. We don't even know how to, one, buy a, 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 a piece of dirt to build it on, and you guys have now successfully uh, with this uh, decentralization. And it's really not that decentralized because, again, you got law enforcement and then everything else downtown and yes. two structures and plenty of parking. That's the yes. beauty. And this is going to bring businesses to the – to the uh, uh, to, or bring foot traffic, rather, to the businesses down there. You know, this time goes quick. We only have five minutes. And I have to talk about, uh, you know, one of the big uh, elephants in the room. You guys did try to address it in the uh, last uh, big election. 
and that was the public safety tax. Yes. And I know you have been a, I love your term, you can't lift yourself in a bucket. Oh, Winston Churchill, trying to tax yourself out of, uh, tax yourself to prosperity is like trying to stand in a bucket and lift it up. And you have used that when it comes to measures, even with CFDs and some things. And I really appreciate, uh, just take a minute to digress, you know, you're, you're, uh, you want to make sure people get what they pay for. Yes. And when you get the complaints that, hey, i got a dead tree for 15 years, I've got a you know, gopher hole that I don't know where it goes, you, know, you don't vote for those CFD increases because you want accountability on what they're paying already. Correct. So let's talk about public safety. Huge, as you say, you used to be a law enforcement officer. Yes. What do you think the... What do you think Outwater should do? Should they try to refloat this I, as I, a half point? I think you continue with the status quo. Okay. Um, obviously, I think there needs to be some changes in the language, and there needs to be some uh, accountability, because for three, my first three years on there, mm-hmm. I'm the only one yelling and screaming that we're taking 111, uh, uh, was it $1.1 million every year from Measure H fund, moving it over to the general fund, mm-hmm. and that's why I voted against every budget, Right. because like, we can't do that. It's not right. Right. And so I'm yelling and screaming, and then it goes to a Measure H committee that they could say, okay, yeah, it's a good expenditure. Okay, it's bad. Whatever. No teeth in it, mm-hmm. right? It's already spent. Right. You can't get the money back. Yeah, it's not an ad, you know an advisory how to spend it. They're just yeah, you spent it. <laughs> yeah. And so I think there's some things like that that need to be be worked on. But I think if you continue status quo, it's not a new tax. Right. It's an existing. So when you say continue status quo at the half at the point half rate, yes, because as folks may not realize or or I'm going to tell them it, you were looking at maybe a point, not you, but yes. the council was looking at a point. There was some disagreement, a lot of discussion, but again, new facilities, those type of things don't build themselves. But this half a point, at least we would be okay with personnel, right? Yes. And that's the big deal, right? Yes. Yeah, because if, so 2023, it goes away. If we haven't re-upped it, uh, we're going to be calling the sheriff's office. Because <laughs> there, there's no way around it. We just, the money's not there. Well, I know that's, uh, again, you know, a lot of accomplishments. And you guys tried to put it over. but uh, And we paid, we paid off the debt. Well, and that's, that's, the, big, that's the big thing. A lot of uh, you guys were on the we, ropes we with were the eating, state. We were eating Chinese food right around the corner, Casey, when I told you my idea. I don't know if you remember. I said, we have surplus property. Yes, I I'm do gonna remember sell that, that surplus property. And remember. it's going to go to pay off the debt. And it did. Yes, sir. And I remember there was some, well, it wasn't uh, some of that over by the sewage uh, yes, plant? Yes, the old, the old wastewater treatment plant. And I remember when that check came in, there was a couple of you know hiccups. You know, Some guys didn't have it. But hey, when the money came in, you made sure that that went 100%. And you, yes. I think, even called out the uh, finance officer to hear it in your ears Yes, uh, that that money was going. Yes, because I don't trust them. I mean, it's not that I don't trust the finance director. Right. I don't trust government. Right. And I know whenever they get it, and there was even talk, well, we'll put most of it there mm-hmm. and then we can play with this. And I, no. Well, no. I'm going to go down kicking and screaming because my goal to, when I got on the council was to pay off the debt to help the city start over. Well, you, you uh, proposed, uh, or, or a big proponent, I should say, of one of my favorite websites, Transparent California. Yes. I love drilling down. They're a little behind with the COVID. They're still on 2019 stats, but... <laughs> Uh, very, very interesting. was actually used uh, in the uh, CEO search that's going on at the county. That's going to be a big deal. Look, we just got a few minutes left. Uh, what, what, what would you do? You want to, You haven't been in in a while. Uh, you're back. I'm back. So if people want to get a hold of you, probably American Realty. Uh, you know, if they have something they want to talk to you yeah. about. You know, it's the same phone number. What is it? 209-676-0671. Well, that's the number I call. Yes, sir. Call me. Uh, you got to leave me a message sometimes though, yes. if I'm busy. Uh, text works good, too. Te- text is the quickest and yeah. the easiest. But, uh, and you have that auto-respond if you're busy. Yes. Because sometimes I'll call and boom, it comes. 
I'm in a meeting right now, or I'll call you <laughs> yes. right back. And again, I try to get back to everybody. Oh, no. Sometimes it takes a little bit longer. No, I know you do, and and that's that's why you're really involved in the uh, in the people over there and what's going on in Atwater. And I really appreciate you coming in. You got to come in more often. Hey, anytime, man. Anytime. I know. Last time I promised you. Well, I, I, hey, I understand. It slipped my mind, and then no, I was gone. No, no. So I apologize for that. No, no. But I'm here now. No, you've had some issues, and it's really it's been a fun, uh, fast paced hour and i really really do appreciate you brian in a lot of ways again i really i love your candor not only in the council but here on the show uh, you're not afraid to hold back you never have no and that's one of the things i think i uh, uh really maybe, like maybe when you. i retire i'll be your new partner yeah well i'll tell you what uh, any you, you're more than welcome in here anytime because you're uh, you're a real easy uh interview and you really added the show and again it was so nice to hear about your family and all the support they've given you yes uh, as well as the city the uh, community of outwater Yes. Folks, Thank we're you. out of time. Citizen Watch, Saturday morning. My name is Casey Steed, the voice of your valley. We have the bonus half hour. Stick with us through the break on Merced's News Talk 107.3 FM, 1480 AM, KYOS.